much more money. You're listening to The Eastern Shake, interviewing the world's diverse bar scene, happily off the beaten track and from all sides of the counter. Welcome back to our second of two episodes with our guest Orest Serediak. This time we will look into the Ukrainian wine scene, whether there is some port or sherry coming from here, and how they look onto the international bar scene. So we see menus that change every year, we see interesting equipment, expensive equipment even, we see a bar that's full of guests and showcases jazz or live music many days a week. Uh, it sounds like a great concept. It's quite sad that people outside of Ukraine don't really hear about it yet. But inside of Ukraine, the bar scene is really picking up, isn't it? Yep. yep. We're trying to make friends everywhere. We're trying to help everybody to grow, to share our experience with other bars. So we we part of big Ukrainian bartenders family. How many meaningful bars or players would you say are in Lviv and in Ukraine? Um, in Ukraine, it's mostly in Kiev. We have great bars, but in Lviv, it's only five or six cocktail spots. And in Kiev, I think twenty twenty-five, maybe more. Are there other cities in Ukraine that, from a bar perspective or from a culinary perspective, are worth visiting? Mm, I think everything is growing in Kiev because it's central city, it's biggest city. Uh, it has a lot of money and a lot of bars. <clears throat> But in every region we have a couple good spots, like in Odessa, in Kharkiv, in Dnipropetrovsk. But it's not so many as in Kiev. It's like two or three bars, one or two, but it's good. It's uh, it's good places with good people. So if you come there, you can have a good drink. Now going from the present to the future or maybe an outlook, you have traveled quite a bit. You've been to Moscow, you've been to Berlin a couple of times, you've even been to London, right? Uh, no, I was in Paris. In Paris? So you have a little bit of understanding what's going on in the West. What are the biggest influences that you took back to Lviv? I think the biggest influence is people. In any conversation we can learn something new. So every time when I speak with bartenders, with uh, guests in other countries, I try to understand what they like, what they don't like, how they live here. So that's this what opened my mind for making new and good drinks, for making good service, to understand what is going on outside Ukraine. It's very important for, I think, for a good bartender and for a good bar to understand what is going on outside. Mm. Yeah, who stops getting better stops being good. Yeah. Now, Ukrainian bartenders are very up to date, I feel, looking at your equipment, looking at your working styles. But only recently we started to see bar books in Russian. For a long time you weren't able to buy books from, from the West because of difficulties within the country or on the border. It picks up now. Where did you get your influences and your fresh knowledge from before? Uh, like I said before, it's from people. Uh, For those who can travel, but many were not able to travel outside of Ukraine. But we have internet. It's helped us a lot. So we can, like me and you, we can talk about 
new books, new things, uh, what is actually, what is works. And it's all about that. When, when we talk with people, we know what to do and how to grow faster and better. How to grow, for sure. But where would you like the bar scene to grow to? In which direction? Mm, I think we need to make better service for our people. Because in Ukraine, it's post-Soviet Union country. So now we know about bars, but that bars are working like five, seven years. Bartending is very young in Ukraine. It's not so popular. So we can share our knowledge and show what we do only only by good service. So that's w what we want to do, to talk with people, show them what we're doing, tell them why we are doing that. In Ukrainian, it's, it's been more and more popular, uh, but I think we need to work with that. So bartenders still hide behind the bar yeah. too much. For me, it's especially interesting, what can the Berlin bar scene learn from the Lviv bar scene? Is there something we should get better at? We have a great coffee culture. We have a perfect chocolate yeah, here for in sure. Lviv. That's our starters. You know, we, we're trying to show everybody what in Ukraine we have good local products and we know what to do with that. This is our target for now to show everybody what in Ukraine you can taste something special, something super local and tasty. If I remember right, the coffee culture here is 400 years old. Yeah. And before the Iron Curtain fell, there were two chocolate capitals in Europe. One was Bern, Switzerland, and the other one was Lviv. Yeah. Chocolate here is still amazing. I hope you use that for cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Every time making a garnish, We're trying to make chocolate liqueurs. It's super easy because we have a lot of people who work in here with chocolate, so we can just talk with them. They, sh they give us some tips and every time fresh chocolate. For free? Yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> with good price. Mr. Locker. <laughs> But it works. Yeah, this is how you produce world-class podcasts. <laughs> um, right. Just yesterday, we had a drink at Barczewski. It used to be a local vodka, something that came from Lviv. And then because of 20th century, it had to go to Warsaw and now is produced in Vienna. This guy, he started to produce great vodka and liqueurs in 1782 already in the middle of town. Amazing quality. And there's so much history that from everything that I learned from Ivan, the head bartender there, I still try to digest it all. So we see not only is a lot going on in Lviv, it has so much rich history. But what I super enjoy is that it's not looking back, it's looking forward as well. Vatkes Azumanyan, the owner of Libraria, he's opening another bar super close by. And I think it focuses on port, no? Yeah, now it's preparated. It will open very soon. Uh, it will be bar which focused on the history of Lviv and history of Lviv filming and about port wine. So it's started 
to be very popular in Ukraine. We have a lot of brands here. People enjoy it. That's why we think it will be a good project. Okay. And is it only about port or about fortified wines in general? It's about food. It's about films, port wine, sherries, uh, vermouths, uh, and good quality wine, local okay. wines. Every year it gets better. It's uh, not yeah. as big as Armenian or Georgian, but it's good. So you say sherry style, port style, or vermouth comes out of Ukraine too now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In last one or two years, I think uh, we have like super popular sherries and port wines. Everybody enjoy it. Everybody wants to try something new. So it's growing and growing. And is that proper sherry and port from the proper regions in on the Iberian Peninsula? Or is it something that is produced here and has a similar name? No, it's uh, imported. Imported everything. But I think... Somebody in this time are working in Ukrainian vermouth or Ukrainian sherry. Interesting. So is, <laughs> uh, is there a way of knowing who it is? I don't know. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're all looking forward to tasting more from Ukraine, especially with all these herbs and spices and fruit that come from here. I'm sure there's going to be uh, something very interesting. Thank you for the time. Thank you. I'm sure we will see you again in Berlin, no? 100% yes. I think I last three years, I uh, every time on Craft Spirits Festival. So this year I will be there 100%. I very enjoyed Berlin. Super fancy and super, super cool place. Uh, hopefully open-hearted. Yeah. So Thank you. We can see your, we can hear your team in the background opening up the bar already. Let's give them some some time. Let's go grab one of those famous coffees. Yeah, thank cool. you. Let's go. This concludes the second of two parts with our friend Orest. Thanks for staying with us and don't forget to subscribe to never miss a new episode. And I can only encourage you to come on over to Lviv, a forgotten capital of Eastern or maybe even Central Europe. You're listening to The Eastern Shake interviewing the world's diverse bar scene, happily off the beaten track and from all sides of the counter.